Hello, I am Carly Adair and this is my podcast. I am super excited to be sharing with you me (laughs) and to be sharing with the world my story finally being able to express myself online i have been thinking about creating this podcast for a really long time and i just moved to los angeles if you hear the sound of hollywood boulevard in the background that is because it's where i live i'm recording on my usb microphone in GarageBand, and i am super excited to be sharing with you just something that i'm proud of i have began and failed several entrepreneurial endeavors in my life. I'm 21 years old, but I've been a CEO. I've had two podcasts that very much failed and lots of little small businesses that I no longer run. So you can say they were a failure or you can say they were for a season. Whatever you want to say, they no longer exist. And I've learned a lot of skills in resilience and in learning from your mistakes. I can confidently say that I am equipped to do this podcast. I know deep down in my heart that I am able, talented enough, and educated enough to do what I want to do. The thing is, I have feared so much what other people think of me. I'm scared. I'm afraid. It has taken a great amount of community, a great amount of talking it out. The reason that I was so afraid, I believe, is because I can now take these lessons with me and share them. To me, it's selfish and almost annoying of me to have a mission of sharing the gospel, pouring into people, being a disciple, and have access to podcasting and not do it. I just moved to Los Angeles from Somerville, South Carolina. I had to think for a second where I was from. And I moved here because I know that I'm here for a mission. And before I moved here, in my head, I had that same mission. I was like, I'm in Somerville. I'm not from Somerville, but I was living there with my mother temporarily during COVID. And during that time, I had to really take a step back and say, I don't necessarily want to be here. This is not necessarily my dream loco, but I know that I'm on mission to do one thing and one thing only, be a disciple and to spread the gospel. And I'm going to do that here. And I wish that I was somewhere else. And I prayerfully was making these decisions, trying to figure out where to go next. Things ended up working out and I ended up coming to LA and now I'm going through my lease is ending and I don't know what's next for me. But what I do know is that I am going to keep in mind my mission. So with that being said, I want to talk about my failures before we get into this episode because I feel like I need to get that out. I feel like you guys need to learn a little bit about why I'm doing this podcast before we get into the episode. Aiden Adair, my brother, is going to be my first guest. He's so great. But before that, I just kind of want to set it up. I want to set up a culture for my podcast of being something with the intention and the goal and the mission to be completely centered around God. You know, the context of the conversations aren't necessarily always going to be directly talking about theology and the Bible and all this stuff. But the thing that I've learned about myself is when I'm creating these little business adventures, when I want to start a small business, when I want to start a podcast, when I want to write a song, when I want to do literally anything creative, when I try to do that apart from Jesus Christ, it fails. For me personally, I cannot do anything. My my body and soul will not let me do something 100% if I'm not doing it in my head to glorify the kingdom. And so I have this mindset and I'm vocalizing it. It may not need to be vocalized, but 
in my heart, I feel the need to vocalize. I am doing this for God on this podcast because number one, it keeps me accountable. Number two, it lets me be held to a higher standard because I really am stepping up. Nobody's ordaining me as a leader. Nobody says, I don't even know what the word ordain means, but nobody's telling me that I'm a leader, you know, and that's something that I want to talk about on this podcast is leadership and like stepping into leadership and like knowing where you're influencing people, even if nobody tells you you're influencing people, because if somebody like shot me in my brain, I'd be okay to go because I know that I have done my part. And that's like how I want everybody who's listening to this podcast to live, you know, and I'm not going to tell you what to believe. I'm not going to tell you what to think, but I am going to share my personal experience, bring people on the podcast who I believe are equipped with cool stories. I mean, literally my little brother is going to come on and talk about his songwriting process. He's a musician and just like stuff like that. It's like super fun and cool and fresh. Something that I do want to make clear is that for me, Carly Adair, I'm not hosting something that's apart from God. Because the thing is, when we create, it's an act of worship. When we create, when we sing, when we paint, when we, whatever you want to do. And I'm bringing light to that because I grew up in, first of all, I grew up in Amish town, Pennsylvania. Side note, I'm not giving my bio, ask questions. What I want to do is I want you guys to unpeel the narrative of me throughout this podcast. I don't really see a need for me to explain myself because first of all, I have like an disoriented view of my reality let me tell you that right now because I can only tell it from my perspective so my goal is to share experiences on this podcast and advice and stories and my perspective rather than share my autobiography one day I want to write a book and that will be written but I don't want to just say out loud like this is who I am because the thing is oftentimes we just we diminish ourselves like I feel like I want to leave that up to the listener to figure it out. You know, the goal for me would be that my actions align with somebody that somebody would be like proud to interpret. So, But let's go back to my failures on the podcasting train because I feel like that's a really cool subject to talk about at first. And I was so scared to start this podcast for the sole reason of how many times I failed. I need to write a book on failure because I have been rejected from so many things in my life. So many, so many jobs, so many auditions, so many opportunities but the things that have happened the things that have been yeses have been amazing and that's a skill that I'm proud to say I am and there's this weird narrative confidence vanity whatever that goes around where people are almost afraid to talk about what they're proud of because they don't want to seem vain or whatever I believe that you can talk about your wins in a humble way because the reason I'm sharing my wins, I have no way made it. And I think that's why I'm equipped for this podcast is because I'm coming on here saying, challenge me, please. I beg of you. I challenge, I, I beg my guests to challenge me. I want the listeners to challenge me. I don't want to come on here and be like, I know all because I don't, I don't know anything at this point. Like I just know one thing is that I love Jesus. I love singing. I love media. I love clothes i love people i love community i love learning i love education and so with my interest i want to talk about what i'm growing through and what i'm going through and what i'm interested in and what i want to navigate and all this stuff so i know this episode is kind of all over the place and there's really going to be no structure but the people i just need to start right i procrastinated if you were any of my friends you'd be like oh my gosh she procrastinated i feel like every first podcast episode is like I procrastinated starting my podcast but the thing is people are scary 
And I was never one to care what people thought about me. And that's what attracted people to me was that I was just all over the place. And in recent years, probably since like sophomore year of college, so like three or four years, I have been so, actually that was like last year. I have no concept of time, by the way, but like it feels like three or four years ago. My sophomore year on, just insecure because others were telling me that I was vain or that my confidence was not from God and that I was overcompensating. And in all honesty, I was just young and naive and I didn't know God the way that I do now and not excusing my behavior, but I've grown a lot in these past couple years and I don't think I've made it. And I think people assume that in order to start a podcast or a company or a new creative outlet or even a new friendship or relationship, you have to be ready. You're never going to be ready, people. You're never going to be fully sanctified until you're shot in the head and put in heaven. I don't know why I worded it like that, but you know what I mean? Like you're never going to be done until you're dead. I had to get over my failures because I learned two things. In the first podcast, it was all about me. It was called Too Much and I shared my autobiography. I shared my perspective of my story. I shared every minor detail of my life and the bitterness and hate and unforgiveness that came with that. I also started that in the peak of my parents' divorce, which may not have been the wisest thing, but... I remember mentors in my life sat in a room, played my podcast out loud because they saw me as a leader. They were disappointed and I got removed from leadership. That really took me back because I was so confused. I was like, why am I not being like in training to become a better leader so I can have a podcast because I obviously have a gift with podcasting and I know I failed, but people can grow. So why would I not be trained? you know, and equipped. And I think with cancel culture, you know, afraid to say by Justin Bieber, this whole thing, people are coming around the corner and learning that forgiveness and growing is a thing. So I know that I will disappoint people in this podcast. I know that there's going to be some sin in here. I know there's going to be things that I'll regret saying. Maybe in three episodes, I'll listen to this one and be like, ooh, that's cringy. But the thing about art, right, is it captures a moment in time. For me, creating this podcast is a form of art. I'm going to record it. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to post it. I'm going to make cover art for it. I'm going to do the graphics for social media. And that's a way of expressing. And I have not been expressing. I've been working for other people, which is not a bad thing. After that experience, I took a step back and said, maybe I'm not meant to be in the spotlight. Maybe I'm not meant to lead. Maybe I'm not meant to use my vocal cords, which I love so much. I love my vocal cords. I love to sing. I love to dance. I love to play. I love using my voice. That's something that I've always loved. I've always loved using my voice. I grew up singing. I grew up public speaking. I was the president of my school. I did the most. Like, I love using my voice. I did the morning announcements. You would think somebody who did the morning announcements would be equipped for a podcast. And so I knew that it wasn't about talent. I knew it was about my spiritual maturity. And... It would be incorrect for me to come on here and say, I've grown from that. I am now spiritually mature and I'm ready to lead you because that's just as immature. And I do know one thing and that is that I'm trying and I'm growing and I have a goal to change lives. And with my ultimate mission and motive being that I want to be used and not 
get all the glory because you know what i've got to a point in my life and it's ironic because i'm living in la where literally three years ago if i knew i was living in la i'd be like trying to be famous so hard and it'd be a lie to say that i don't want a little bit of clout or something like that or to recognition because everybody wants that especially the talented people everybody wants people to see that they're talented they want somebody to tell them that they're proud of them for doing what they do we all desire that it's human but right now i don't care i genuinely have a goal with this podcast to reach ears to plant seeds and something in the church that is so funny to me is people are afraid to say that out loud and you know it kind of scares people away like if you're like hi jesus and it freaks people out. And people are like, how dare you try to change my belief? How dare you try to like change my mind? Who are you, you forceful human? And that's not the case at all. When you have this joy, 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 joy down in your heart, it's you want to do whatever it takes to get that feeling in other people. You want other people to live instead of just going through the motions until they die. I want people to listen to this and I'm not afraid of vocalizing my goals. I've never understood that. I've never understood secrets. I never understood working in silence. I've never understood. I don't think you should go around bragging. I can't. I've gotten like 10 jobs in the past year. I can't remember the last time I posted on LinkedIn about it. People have very like different perspectives on what success is, what they need to announce, what they need to be quiet. And we're going to talk about those things on this podcast. I have a great intention to make this podcast not about me unlike my first podcast this podcast is about people who are listening and with that understanding i hope and i pray that it stays this way and i i feel supported here in la i feel supported from my family and i just need to understand that and hope that other people will support that and if they don't i know my heart's in the right place so that's fine my second podcast where i failed was consistency. I was not posting weekly. I was not posting daily, monthly. It was just inconsistent. And I do think it was a learning process because I had a co-host. You can expect an episode from me every single Monday morning. You can expect me to show up. And even if I'm not in the right headspace, even if it's, you know, my pet peeve growing up in high school and in college was when people let the weather get to them. And I know this is kind of elementary, but think about it. Why would you let rain ruin your day? Like if you had a meeting scheduled on a day and it was raining, why would you cancel the meeting because it's raining? My dad always said, you're not sugar. You won't melt. I don't know why he said it in that accent. I don't know if that's politically correct. We're just going to talk about fun stuff. I know this intro was kind of preachy, but I wanted to talk about where my heart's at, where my head's at, and where I'm at with this podcast and my intention. I'm not going to be like this in every intro. I'm not going to be like this in every podcast. I wanted to set it clear that this is a God podcast. We are not leaving God out of it. It is not a universe podcast. It is a God podcast podcast i am so excited to see what happens i'm so excited to sit down every week and share i hope people want to listen i hope people care i hope people want to come on the show and be interviewed as i i haven't even mentioned anything about myself professionally but i'm a journalist so what i enjoy doing is interviewing people and is talking to people and learning their stories and finding out how to share them in a strategic way like that's something that i professionally am trained in so if anything this is just a school project but i'm not going to diminish it to that because this is something that i want to do 
and I'm not afraid to do it. And so I want to end off this intro with a Bible verse as we will do in every single episode. This week's Bible verse is something and I guess I'll just share a little bit about me because this is the first episode and you guys probably like if you don't know me. I don't know who I expect to listen to this at first. So I'm going to act like a group of strangers is listening and they don't know me because I just kind of gave a lot of information and you may be like, who is this girl? Where is she coming from? And so I'll tell you. So essentially, I was born in Meadville, Pennsylvania, and I went to a private Christian school growing up and then I moved in fifth grade to South Carolina and then in South Carolina I stayed for college at the University of South Carolina and I'm now 21 I moved in January of 2021 to Los Angeles California that's where I'm at long story short that's my geography of my life and when I was in private Christian school I was so blessed and protected to know at the age of like three scripture and my family did a really really good job at letting me know that God is not the church and God is not people. God is God. And so I learned relationship with God at a very young age. And that is something that I want. I wish other people had that because it's so special. I learned when I was younger, like the alphabet of scripture. And I learned F is fear not for I am with you. Isaiah 41.10, I think. I don't know. But fear not for I'm with you. And that's something that has stuck with me my whole life. I love that Bible verse. It's so good. And the Bible's message is literally fear not. And I feel like seasoned Christians or people who like have been Christians for a long time or even newer Christians, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to decrease the value of the length of Christianity you have had. It's not about that. You could be a Christian for five minutes and think the same as somebody who's a Christian as 100 years. It doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. But I think that learning fear not for I'm with you at a young age let me be very, very, very cool and bold. I'm a very bold person that completely contradicts with my procrastination and starting a podcast. It completely contradicts because the last few years, probably since my sophomore year in college, I've been so insecure. But I'm mentioning the scripture. It's going to be a story. We're almost done and we'll get into the episode. But I learned from a very young age that... Fear was like almost satanic. Like I I do believe that there's like a healthy fear of God. And I do believe that like the Holy Spirit guides you into decision making. However, life is simple when you're a kid. And so I grew up in theater singing the whole nine yards. And so my dad would always say before I would go on stage in order to like combat stage fright would be fear not for I'm with you. And I feel like an entertainment in the world and stage fright, it really trains you to not care what other people think of you. Because when you step on a stage, everybody's looking at you and nobody, nobody, they're there to see your show. They're not there to like see your soul, but like you have to let your guard down when you're on a stage. Like you are in front of people. Like you cannot be shy or insecure when you're on a stage. So I associated overcoming fear and overcoming what other people thought of me, fear not for I'm with you, as something that was just like, a slight nudge like I didn't think of it as like this overwhelming anxiety or worry or anything like that like I just thought of it as like that's showbiz like you just show up as you are who cares what people think of you right I know I know well I get into my older life and that reflex is gone because I or I listen to other people's opinions and not necessarily what I heard from God and obviously you're learning I had an open mind like I expect this from the podcast like I said I expect to be challenged I had an open mind I expected to be growing in my faith when I already had a great faith but 
I stopped being fearless. I started thinking what other people thought of me because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like lead them to hell. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, that's why I didn't want to do this podcast because I was like, I'm going to say one joke and I'm going to lead somebody to hell and that's going to be the end of the world. While that is true when leaders are held to a higher standard and words are so powerful, people like the words that come out of your mouth are so important. That's why I was like scared to say anything because I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I say anything, like literally all Proverbs says is like, shut up. And I just like was I, I don't want to have a podcast because I'm just going to like make a blanket statement and say something rude and everybody's going to hate me. Well, I learned that Jesus moves through that. And that's something that as we like evangelize and as we like lean into life, we need to learn is that God is bigger than our wrong decisions, if that makes sense. So it's like recently found something out about somebody, a singer who was super influential on the, my life. Like this singer was insane like I looked up to him so hard like he was literally my favorite artist and like not even in a musical way just like in the fact that like I knew he was like preaching the gospel through his songs so I just like looked up to him because I was like wow like I want to do that I want to be a pop star for Jesus like I literally look up to him so much right and you hear things in the media about him saying like it was fake almost and like he wasn't like a spiritually mature person whatever that means i need to stop saying that but he wasn't like doing it out of a pure heart and like first of all i don't even know if this is true because i don't know his heart maybe one day i will let's pray for that but i don't know where he is at but the media like brainwashes you i'm like in the media lol but the media makes you think of him as like a demon almost but his art i worship to those songs i basically became closer to god and like would lean into how close god was to me through his music the reason i mention that is to say this podcast could be like that music i may mess up i may say wrong things i may be completely evil in my podcast but the fact that i'm giving it over to god i hope that it just reaches one person i hope it reaches one person i hope one person hears this and it plants a seed and i'm vocalizing that so with that being said that's me this is the Carly Adair podcast. Follow the Instagram at Carly Adair podcast. This episode is going to be a little longer because I wanted to do a huge intro, but we're going to try to keep the future episodes to 20 to 30 minutes. I'm all ears. I want to hear what you have to say. We're going to talk all things business, all things culture, all things Jesus, all things fun, all things fresh, fashion, music, everything in the world, corporate social responsibility. We're talking about internal communications. We're talking about it all people so with that being said let's get right into the episode this is aiden and Dare, my little brother hi aiden what's up i'm so excited that you're on this podcast with me no what are you doing right now you're my first guest yeah i know i just got back from sullivan's island i was just vibing out there I'm what just were you doing dinner, skating with my friend which one a girl Mm-mm, my friend at, at my pet store job oh pet smart Petco? No. Pet Supplies Plus. PSP. Petco. Hold it down, baby. Like off-brand. We need to catch up just like relational-wise. Like where are you at in your life? Like we used to troll so much. So like <laughs> we just like tell the story, like our origin story. Of what? How we used to live together? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, can we talk about how you're going to get lunch with Jaden and how it's going to be perfect? If you don't know, this is Aiden and Dare. We don't, why don't you introduce yourself? I don't want to like speak for you. I don't know how to introduce myself. I'm your... I'll introduce you. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You can do it. Well, this I'm... is my little brother. Don't eat, Aiden. They're going to, like, hear that <laughs> in their <laughs> headphones. They're going to hear. Right. Okay. So, event- so essentially, like, Aiden is my younger brother. He used to be 300 pounds. and 320. <laughs> now he's, like, 100. And I mean, I'm one, 195, but, yeah. 
so he's like really knowledgeable in that he's basically a famous producer famous musician he's like a great tiktoker he's like your ultimate gen z guy we grew up obviously in the same family we're like blood and so we have like the same life experience but our perspectives cannot be farther on life and so i feel like this conversation is going to be really good because we lived together for the first time Honestly, we didn't hang out with each other. Like we did like in family gatherings, but we didn't hang out with each other like until the summer when he was 17 and I was 21. Exactly. Because you were you were a terrible person in high school, honestly. You were not funny. Why? You because you know, you were in core leaders, first of all. So there's your ego. Then you were the student body president. And I don't know, you just were the classic like popular girl in high school. And I was just not about that. Also, the age gap, though, is a lot different there. Like, once I was out of high school and you were, like, whatever you were doing, I don't even know what you were doing, but we kind of we kind of just vibed together. Like, we didn't have any, like, and you didn't have any other friends either, so it was just kind of you and me. <laughs> no, that's true. The truth is, like, we, I really didn't have, like, any friends, and you were right. Well, the thing is, let's go back. First of all, the age gap probably wouldn't have been as dramatic if our other brother, Liam, was not, like, so close in age to you because you guys were always did everything together and then I'm only like three or four years older but I like had a separate life because of that and you guys were like best friends growing up and I was always like just the outsider exactly me and Liam we did everything together and then I would hang out with his friends and he would hang out with my friends but then you were just you were just like weren't in our clique and then the fact like honestly you and me like we didn't have a choice to be friends but like it worked like it like obviously there was like the bad times which is what mom remembers but honestly like the fact that we could just like drive around in Somerville South Carolina and like eat out at places and have our little mukbangs and just hang out it was good no I literally was on the phone with mom and I just like slightly advertised you moving out here because I was like, oh my gosh, like my dream in life would be Aiden like rooming with me in LA. I know you think that we like can't room together. She still thinks that we hate each other. The, so this is the troll of the summer. Aiden and I lived with my mom in Somerville, South Carolina in a two bedroom apartment. And so there's like three grown people in a two bedroom apartment. And we were forced to like spend immense amount of times together because this was like peak COVID-19. We end up getting a, a job at the same grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> And just like my mom just moved there in February and we moved there like shortly after. So the reason I mentioned that is because like she didn't have roots there. We didn't have roots there. Like we didn't know anybody. So it was just like me and Aiden against the Somerville world. And if you've ever been to Somerville, it's like right outside of Charleston, South Carolina, but it's like so suburban and there's like nothing interesting about it, like geographically, except for the fact that it's in Charleston. It's like so random of our life to end up there. So we really, I think, made the best of it. We always went on dates. That was cute. Our workout phase. Yeah. And then we had our once a month, end of the month mukbang, which is a classic mm-hmm. jelly donuts from Earth Fair. <laughs> if I didn't have like the armor of God on me, I would have an eating disorder because you used to bully me. We, he, every time I would go to the kitchen, Aiden would be like, your tank, your tank. <laughs> no, it's just Carly. You were always in the kitchen. You were always consuming something. And I couldn't honestly couldn't believe it. Yeah. But more of the story is we really bonded this summer for no reason. So I feel like we're at a good place in our relationship. Like I would call you like one of my closest friends, <laughs> which is crazy. That's kind of embarrassing for you. But I mean, it is what it is. It, it just works out. Okay. Honestly, though, I've been living the summer of my life. I got a lot of friends here now. I, Earth, <laughs> pet supplies. I'm always hanging out with people. 
That's good. And that's new for you. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about, tell the people like where you are right now, like your hopes and dreams, what your everyday life is like. I mean, right now I'm just working. Well, I was going to quit Earth Fair, but they kept me on for one a week. So that's basically what I was getting anyways. But I work full time at a pet store and then I'm just working this whole summer every day, saving up money. And then I'm going to move out either in November or December as an 18 year old. I know what I'm doing. I know what I want to do. I just have to find the path and I move into Los Angeles. I know that, but why did you choose to pursue music rather than like go to the traditional college? I know it's cringy, but like, honestly, like there was a point where I was like considering doing like culinary school because that's something I enjoy to do. (laughs) But honestly, honestly, uncle Don, when we were at in Ohio, he really like set my mind straight. He was like, if you're not going to love it, then don't go, don't do it. If you don't love it. And the only thing I truly love to do is music which that's cringe but like it's true like I cannot do anything for like more than like three years than music well let's talk about that because I feel like first of all the fact that you mentioned that Uncle Don like changed my life (laughs) that night was insane (laughs) Uncle Don I literally texted him all the time I'm like Uncle Don like you really like kind of cleared the clouds for me like you really were my glasses he was like (laughs) shout out Uncle Don Shout out Uncle Don. No, like for real. Like just our family, heart surgery too. Yeah, pray for him. He's in heart. He's healed. He's back. But no, I feel like our family was always supportive of whatever we did. Like if we had a game plan, like they're not gonna, of course, they gave you way more crap than Liam and I. But oh yeah. I feel like when it comes down to it, like if you have music going for you, like we're all gonna be fans. But that was never an I- original idea. Like not an original idea, but they never were like, oh, you should do music seriously. Or, oh, you yeah. should go into the entertainment music ser- like industry. Well, they would they would be like, you need to go to, a, if you want to do music, you should go to a music school. Or if you want to do something, you should go to like a school for that. There's a school for that. They never were like, just go for it. You don't, but it's like, so weird. But the thing is, we were raised on music. We were raised on being in choir. We were raised on um having solos we were raised on singing in church our dad was a dj like music was always something serious in our life so what was the disconnect about like making it a career i don't know i I was told because i was asking my mom about that and basically like i had this whole thing and when i moved down here like a month after i moved down here there was this whole thing where i was gonna have to move back with dad Mm -hmm. because i wasn't like cooperating i guess i guess i was a menace to society but And like, I didn't have any like direction. I didn't have a job. I wasn't looking for a job. I was kind of just sitting around doing nothing. I was working out, but that was about it. And then I had this whole mental breakdown in front of mom and dad on FaceTime. And I was like, I was like, that's the first time I told them, like, I'm going for music. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And they were like, okay, but you need to like show us that you have a plan to get there. They just always Mm -hmm. wanted a plan because I never showed them. I was just told them I was going to win a Grammy. I didn't tell them. So what's your plan now? I mean, I still don't have it 100% down, but I know that, I mean, I have a whole like setup. I'm building my computer. And then at some point, Austin, my producer slash friend, <laughs> he is going to send me my settings on the, the software he uses. So basically I can just overlay that on top of my vocals. So I don't need, I can do it myself. And then, I don't know, moving out to Los Angeles. I feel like that's just a place that's a place where things happen. And I feel like it's a mindset thing too. Yeah. Let me share something because it is like, 
I never knew I was creative growing up. I found out I was creative because they always viewed creative as like physical artists or like what, like a job. Like nobody ever told me that I could be creative as like a person in PR or marketing or business or math. That's all being creative. It's like having that innovative color. When I'm here, like there's just such an understanding that you're here pursuing something greater than yourself. So you don't have to explain it. Like, I feel like when I lived in South Carolina, nothing against South Carolina, but I always had to overcompensate and be dramatic and like explain myself to people to like, let them understand that like, I'm creative, I'm different, I'm blah, blah, blah. So like pressured these people into like, like perceiving me into a way and it ended up going way overboard. And like, nobody was, everybody was like, ew, who's that weirdo? But here, like, it's something that I don't have to speak because people already mutually understand that you're here pursuing like a dream or something creative. And so like, everybody's down to help you out in that endeavor. Like in South Carolina, if you were like, hey, let's go have a photo shoot or like come over to the studio. Like, it's so different that people are like hesitant to that. Right. And I mean, you're, do you, I feel like the younger generation is better with that, with like TikTok. You have done really well on TikTok. Why don't you give some TikTok secrets? Well, I wish, but right now my account is just not thriving. You know, we were we were at a point where it's because I changed my content, like not like changed my content, but like I changed what was working because I felt like it was becoming a chore and it like whatever. But basically I did this thing when I first started my TikTok page, I sat in this laundry room with great acoustics and was like day one of singing until I get in the For You page. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I would sing like these songs like and I found out that you have to like scream or you're not going to get views but I was I think I got the first day I posted it I got like 60,000 views or whatever the first one hit the for you page and the second day hit the for you page and then after that I kind of just was like averaging like 2,000 views but there was a time like a month ago or two months ago where like I was like focusing so much on TikTok and this is when it became a chore I felt like and I gained like 20,000 in like two days. And I went from like 12,000 to I'm almost at 50K now. And I haven't really grown much in the past like two weeks, but I was kind of going crazy. But now I just changed the way I do it. Like I changed my videos a little bit and they get like, I mean, they still get up to like 5,000 views, but I'm definitely not growing. But at the end of the day, I don't really care about like, I'd rather post what I want to post and the views will come, I guess. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people aren't like that. Like a lot of people. A lot of people know what works with TikTok and they do that. But like, is what works necessarily like. No chance. (laughs) (laughs) Is what works necessarily like authentic though? No, that's, that's the thing. I mean, there is like there are occasions where like someone will just do it. Like is like you'll sing a trend and it's authentic and it would do well, but like people just do things they know will work because you have to grab people's attentions on TikTok. You have to do things that are going to make people want to rewatch your video. And for me personally, like the way I sing, it's not, it's not very like flashy the way I sing, if you know what I mean. There's not many, there's not many runs. I'm not singing very high. So it's not like an average person wouldn't think I'm like a crazy talented singer because I'm not doing it. But you are, it's in there. Like you're just not expressing it. Like, I feel like you're like kind of like Billie Eilish. Like, you know, Billie Eilish can sing deep down, like all these runs and crazy stuff. But like the way she delivers it is like intentional. Like, I feel like, for example, Stop or Fallen, like the way you sing the song, it's like on a beat, Nightwave, shout out. But it's like, (laughs) Nightwave. But like the way you- Located in Cali. Really? Oh my gosh, I feel like me him. But the thing is like you deliver- 
through your vocals. Like you're, you're emotive through it. Like you saying like, okay, it may not be run after run. It may not be like fancy, but like that's in there. And then you can also, if asked, perform a killer, like Mike or not Mike Sinatra, Frank Sinatra, Michael yeah. Bublé, Christmas. Like what is that genre called? I just call it a crooner. I'm a crooner. <laughs> I'm an natural crooner. Ladies, man, honestly. But you can kill it. Like that vocal's in there. So why do you choose to like emote like in this new style that's like maybe not as catchy? I don't know. I think it all, for me at least, the way I sing reflects on so much of the, like the music I listen to. Like right now, it kind of changes. Like it has the same core, but like right now I'm on my like rock wave. So I'm listening to like Youngblood and MGK. And I'm like, screaming a lot more but like not like i don't know but like my vowels are all determined on like who i'm listening to the most and like it's weird but it's it's not like what you would think of like a crazy good singer is like not what you would like when you hear me you wouldn't think that just because i would just rather sing i don't have a really high voice i have like a middle range voice and i mean i can do runs just i don't know i'd rather not it's kind of extra yeah, and honestly, like, who wants to hear that? I feel like it's showing off. Singers who choose to do a run on every line, it's just, like, for what? Like, maybe if you're, like, auditioning for The Voice or something, but, like... I would rather listen to Billie Eilish than Ariana Grande, like, that kind of thing mm-hmm. for me. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, music these days is, like, plain almost. Yeah, it's so, like cookie it's cutter on, it's all in the production like you could like that's why i'm like so like i could be a pop star too because as long as you can stay in note if you have a fire producer like oh, that's yeah. what makes a great song in like the composition it's not necessarily like talent yeah it's true so what are some of your like goals with music don't say win a grammy because you will i believe in you but like what's like some like near future goals you have well my number one few my number one goal for me like music that's like not not realistic but like that i just want the most is just to be able to like live off of doing music like i'm not saying i don't like i don't obviously do music for the money obviously or like that's not like what i want but i would like to just be able to like put all my energy and focus into music and be able to live off that and then i guess another thing would just be i don't know i i want to try at some point I want to try every genre I love I hate doing the same thing that's why every song I have that's like not out yet is like a different like vibe I don't want to do the same thing like more than one yeah no that's really smart and I feel like that shows versatility too like you don't need to like show off your vocals even though they are in there but like if you can adapt to like different genres like I feel like that's impressive yeah like right now I have I might come I might drop a song like at the end of this month and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Billie Eilish vibe can't lie but like a little bit of like EDM I don't know and then I have like a a summer vibe but I have two summer vibes actually I might drop them in a little package deal and they're they're really good I love them and then I have I'm working on this like piano ballad so it's like all different stuff so what's your songwriting process because even I don't understand it because I've gotten a lot better I but like my songwriting process is the weirdest thing ever I don't like like, you know how artists like write their thoughts down and take take ideas from their thoughts and they'll, or like which is like fair enough do what you got to do but or like they'll they'll just think of something or they'll hear or they'll hear something and it'll remind them of and then they'll because I don't make my own beats which eventually obviously yes 
I'll make my own instrumentals or I have someone make instrumentals for me. My friend Austin, he's has a bunch of them, but right now I'm just going off this guy on YouTube, which is fire. Love him. I kind of listen to something and then whatever it gives me the vibe of, I just make a song off that. I make a song based off the instrumental, which is weird. Or like, I'll just think of something like one word, like fallen. I just thought of that one word. I made a song around that and then stop the same thing. I heard that stop. And I just made a whole thing about that. And then somehow I'll come around and make it sound like it means something more than it is at the end when reality, my music's kind of just words, but it, it means stuff if you think about it hard enough. That's actually a really cool little like practice, like a songwriting practice. Because more often than not, people get so caught up in like what it means. Like, what does this song mean? Like, what is it going to portray? How are people going to take it in? Which, while that is important, isn't it like... I hear this all the time, but like when an artist puts out, puts out a song, you make it your own. Like whenever I listen to a song, like I relate it to my life. And so it can mean something to you, but the listener can have a completely other narrative. So it's like, why would you put so much pressure on like message that you're delivering when it's not even going to be taken that way? Exactly. That's like, that's why Billie Eilish is different because she literally makes music. I kind of just make music for the vibes. All my stuff's kind of vibes. Like it's an easy listen kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We were like blasting stock through Malibu and that, that will forever be in them. That was so fun. That's funny. So cool. I'm excited. And I really do hope you like move out here because I don't know what this narrative is that we like can't be roommates, but I know that we would be Not, like, we have so much fun when we're together. Honestly. And, we, and the thing is like, we won't we won't be forced to be together 24 7 yeah in, in like the same chapter. room because you'll have exactly. your own room the fact the thing that was like frustrating was the fact that you were like living in the kitchen <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, made it out the mud made it out the mud i'm a so trench every kid. time i would get a snack you were there or like moment. yeah like or like I, I could be like breathing and you could hear me through the wall uh what about you why don't you say what you want to do what about what do you want to what you got in the near future plans goals music wise or just like career wise honestly like what are you even doing right now like I know you're working a bunch of different <laughs> jobs but like when people ask me what my sister does in LA I'm like honestly like I, I I tell them this every time I'm like well she works for a plant company I think she does anything and everything to make money yeah I would say start saying freelancing social media management but also like I'm in school. So right now I'm in graduate school and that's what I should be doing right now and I'm in my master's program. I moved out here my last semester. This is my last semester. Technically summer is my last semester because I have a practicum and like my exit exams and I may have to take one class. I don't know, but I should be done with my degree completely by August, 2021. So I have a master's degree by 21 years old. So that's the goal. I also work with just like random people in LA and also like remotely. What final thoughts do you have to say? Like if the world hears this, like what would you want to say to them? Stream stop on all platforms and Fallen if you want. It's a pretty good song. Yeah. TTV ended there once. No, no. Listen to this bar I said, though. Like, give me some credit. What we got if there's no trust. You know I loved you so much. I tried to save us, but you couldn't handle being without love. That's honestly a great lyric for me. You kind of really stuck there. No, yeah, because, you know, old song. Almost a year old, actually, in August. I think you thought I was falling for you, but without you, I am just. So that's not, that's not the words. <laughs> you know, I was falling for you. Now I'm without you. So I'm just. Oh, oh, <laughs> the fact that we picked up at the bridge. <laughs> oh, cute. Look at us go. Okay. So perfect. 
what a great episode. I honestly feel like this is something that will benefit the world. And I think I'm going to make this my first episode because it was an honor speaking with you and you'll have to come back. They'll have to follow you on all socials. They'll be linked below. But I just think that we have a really interesting chemistry, you and I. Honestly, like we, we, have, just, we have to link up in LA for sure. Yeah, I feel like we, we used to talk to each other like we were in a corporate office, like for all communication. <laughs> like we just be like, hi. Like, okay, and I feel like, why did that like help us though? Like that should be something used in therapy. That got me, that got me out of my shell, honestly. <laughs> no, but you helped me too. Like you grew me. Like I learned. No, so- I, I literally made you go from like a 20 year old, like a professional adult to like a 17 year old <laughs> troll. And then you kind of just took that and evolved back to a 21 year old adult, even stronger. I don't think so. I think I'm still a troll because the reason is I just saw life as like, I'm never going to have fun again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Thank you for joining me and taking the time today. Stop, Aiden. Stop. This is okay. We're going to have more professional guests in the future. Yeah, this is just, no, you're not. You're going to have your friend Jaden and like, I mean, maybe you should just reach out to random people. That's how things happen, you know, just email um, people and say, I have they have not responded it's just a sign it's a lesson I, you know what I think it is is I have to I don't have a platform I have nothing going for me you have, like, you have to prove yourself yeah I have to prove myself but I hate like that saying like I don't want to be like this podcast is me proving that I'm worth it but it is yeah that's just how it is that's just how the world is I'm lucky. I hate the player hate the game exactly I'm a student of the game student of my craft and that's my first episode if you listen to that all the way through please leave a review saying that you did so or comment on the instagram at carlia dare podcast i am super stoked and super excited for the future obviously there was a lot of technical errors i kind of raw edited it i only listened to it like once i'm just gonna post it fear not because i genuinely do this for work and cannot be asked to make a professional this ground but As I said, this is going to be something of me preparing for what I'm praying for. So it's going to evolve over time. I'm going to make it more professional. I hope to have on some people that I really enjoy as guests and also just keep it short with a couple like 20 to 30 minute episodes. I'm not going to waste your time, but I kind of did with this episode. I just wanted to like troll you a little bit and like share with you my personality and see what you had to say. So yeah, follow the Instagram at Carly Adair Podcast and subscribe to the episode on or the podcast in general for the next one, which will come next Monday. And yeah, that's it. Peace and love. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye.